Welcome back to Tales of Folklore and Coffee. On today's podcast, I'm still reeling from Valentine's Day, so I thought it was right to add a story of romance to the show's roster of stories. Though, I could never do one without some sort of supernatural catch. Episode 10, The Snow Bride. With the winds breaking against his chest, Saigon looked around the wood that he'd helped his father cut. The winter was indeed almost over, but it was longer than expected, lasting almost a month longer than normal. The young man kept his eye on his father before he looked up to the sky, the clouds becoming darker over the horizon. Saigon knew what it meant. Everyone in his village did. It was a snowstorm. His father looked back to him, We won't make it back. Of this, his father was sure. As soon as he said it, the winds became more violent, pushing his father and son back with thick washcloth-like sheets of snow, hitting the ground all around them as they trudged on. With their legs sinking in the snow, it was now up to their hips. Segan lost feeling in his feet long ago, and his father had frost building up on his beard and mustache. Turning to his son yet again, Segan's father took off the bundle of wood from his back. He was breathless and clearly worn out. Segan, sit. We rest here for the night, he said, laying his back against the tree's trunk. His father laid his head back as Segan did the same, placing his pack of wood next to them. A snap coming from inside the forest made Segan sit straight up, his sight wandering into the deep blue of the woods while the stars had now come out to shine against the darkness. He stood up and walked to where he'd heard the noise, but there was nothing. Segan looked back, not realizing he'd wander so far from the tree his father slept under. He found a fire had gone out, and it was half buried in snow and his father's corpse was frozen solid. The young man stood back in horror. He hadn't been gone long, had he? From the other side of the tree came a piercing white light. A woman with long hair that traveled down her back, then down to her heels. The color of a raven. Her eyes like the summer sky, in a robe as white as the snow itself, dragging against the ground, while her steps never made a sound as she walked over to Segan. Her face had no smile, but yet he was sure that she was grinning from the look in her eyes. She was mere inches away from him. Segan was confused, but curious. What was such a beautiful woman doing here in the forest? And why was she paying no mind to his dead father's body? 
it was all so confusing. You have found favor with me, Segan. I will let you live as long as you never speak of this to a living soul. After that, it all went dark, and Segan didn't wake up till the next day. Have you ever wanted a shirt with a fiercely heroic All-Father Odin? Or perhaps a Japanese samurai holding his war banner proudly as he walks into battle? Or maybe for us ladies, a Valkyrie majestically spreading her wings? Or maybe a Spartan's helmet is more your speed? Whatever mythical enchantment you wish, Ninth Realm Apparel has you covered in original designs that make Zeus and Hades jealous. Ninth Realm Apparel has t-shirts that last, and are treated before printing a design, leaving them with a crisp, new quality feeling unlike most manufacturers. Ninth Realm also offers military and first responder discounts, along with hosting a featured charity with an exclusive design that 100% of the profits go to. Like the heroes of old, you'll be sure to rise and rise again, looking valiant in any day-to-day -day task. You can find these designs in the description below this video on YouTube or at NinthRealmApparel.com. A year passed, and Segan continued the work of his father, cutting wood and caring for those in the village. Then, one day it all changed. A woman from within the port town of Tokyo came to his tiny, no-name village. Her skin was like porcelain, and her eyes like the sky. She made every young man in town watch her every move. Segan didn't seem to notice until she came to his door. I come from far away, and I have heard that you will let me stay the night. She said as her eyes held a pure feeling about her. Of course, he said not being able to say much else. I can pay you with what I come to trade if you'll take it. She removed her backpack, it being full of ripe oranges, the scent intoxicatingly beautiful. That's more than enough payment for the night, he told her. The year turned into five. Segan had taken the mysterious woman as his wife, living happily as she bore him two sons and a daughter. One cold night, around the fire, Segan was whittling at some wood. Then he looked at his wife, smiled, and then looked away. She was holding their newborn daughter. What's on your mind? She asked, smiling back at him. Oh, nothing. Just something that happened years ago. He told her, not wanting to make her worry. No, tell me. She prodded him. He sighed, putting down the knife. It was when I was younger. I thought I saw a spirit in the woods the night my father died. But it was so cold and I was so tired, I'm sure it was nothing more than a dream. He let out a gentle laugh before looking at his wife. She'd put the baby down and stared at him with a deadly look in her eyes. Within a moment, his wife had turned into the Yuki Ona that so many years ago he saw. I warned you about what this would bring upon you. If it weren't for our children, I would see you laying dead on the floor. You've broken my trust, and now you will live with the consequences as such. In a bright flash of light, she was gone, never to be seen again. Segan raised his children well. 
as they went on to do marvelous things, but he never forgot, nor wanted to stop looking for his wife. So the Snow Bride is an old Japanese folktale hailing from the provinces around Mount Fuji. Since the people there experience harsh winters, there's bound to be eerie stories coming from here. I feel like my approach to this story was more like that when it comes from the stories in Tolkien's Mythos the Silmarillion. I wanted it to have a feeling of being a bit more epic than most of my stories I've told. I hope I did it. I feel like before I started writing this episode, I had opened up a can of worms. Only so because there are many stories involving a Yuki Ona. One legend, she's a water beggar, asking townsmen for water from the well before she kisses them and takes their souls as nourishment. But regardless, I feel like I did a good job trying to describe what was going on in the story, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Thank you for listening. For those who watch on YouTube, thank you! You get the treat of seeing a hand-drawn and commissioned thumbnail as well as directly engaging with me in the comments. Make sure to give this video a share and a like as it really helps my name get out there and helps the community grow for this channel. This podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and of course, YouTube. The music in this podcast was The Ballad of Robin Hood by Logan Epic Canto and Dark Sakura by Karo.